What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to our Thursday show. It's the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. Uh, as you know, on Thursdays is our big, big show. We do all the NFL picks and the college picks. I want to welcome all the newcomers listening to the show for the first time. Uh, remind you guys, you can find our show at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Uh, you can also find us on the web at rfsportsradio.blogspot.com, on Twitter at rfsportsradio for the follow. And, of course, you can always email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We got a huge, huge show to talk to go into today. We got so much stuff to talk about. But before we get started, of course, I got to bring on my fearless co-host, who was sick last week in the back in, in full strength, ready to roll, ready to get a lot of opinions off his chest. So I want to welcome in our co-host. First and foremost, as always, Mr. Royce. Royce, how you doing? Hey, what's going on right now? How you doing? Go Rangers. How about them Rangers, man? How they about the Rangers? Hot. The Rangers are hot. I mean, they put a whipping on Tampa. I never thought in many years. I, I, I never thought in a million years they wouldn't have a one-run scored in two games. But the Rangers' offense has been incredible. The pitching has been fantastic. And the Rangers are on fire. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. And you can tell when we, we're based right here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, so we can see all the uh, stuff that's going on right now. No one, Everyone expected the Rangers to win one game. We were hopeful that we win one game. But they're looking at sweeping the Tampa Bay Rays and going to Tampa Bay. They win two straight games back-to-back, and tonight, I mean, today, earlier today, they went 6-0. and C.J. Wilson on the mound, Michael Young, yeah. Homer. You saw a lot oh, of this yeah. game, Russ. I mean, do, do you think this team can sweep the Tampa Bay Rays? I think they can sweep them. I, I think they can go all the way right. And from what I've seen, they play anything like they did the first two games, the rest of the series. I, I, they're unstoppable. Come on, bring the Yankees on or whoever next. We'll take them. We're ready. Right. Yeah, we're ready. And speaking of the Yankees, they won that game today. They go up 2-0 in the series. And both series had a little controversy today. Both managers from the Minnesota Twins, also from the Tampa Bay Rays, are thrown out in the game, I guess trying to amp their teams up because they know they can't go down 0-2, but that's what's happening. And both of these teams, the Yankees and the Rangers, go back home for the next game. So I know they had a lot of pressure on them today, but they couldn't pull it through. Oh, yeah. And then we had a no-hitter. How about that? How about that? The second time ever in Major League Baseball history. Right. Last time was in 1956. And Roy Howard goes out there for the Phillies and throws a no-hitter. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've i never seen that in the playoffs in, in my lifetime. You know, yeah. but, uh, yeah, that was something to see. So, but I tell you what, baseball is really exciting right now, you know, uh, I know uh, in football season started, but seeing you know the playoffs always on the other football. Right. So uh, yeah, and then and we now can't, we got and we can't help but to talk about it here with the range of fever that's catching on around the Metroplex here. So 
we can't help but to talk about it. We've talked about this team ever since we went on the air uh, last month about the Rangers, about them making it to the baseball playoffs. So it's been a really, really exciting ride. And them being up 2-0, they go back to Arlington um, on Saturday uh, for, I believe, a 5 o'clock, 4.30 game. So it's going to be right. exciting to see. Uh, Ron Washington's already put a quote out in the news. He says, being up 2-0 is huge, especially winning two on the road, but we still haven't accomplished anything yet. Our goal is to get as far as we possibly can, and we're just going to take it back to Texas and come out and try to play as hard as we can again. Good words by Ron Washington. Hats off to Ron for coming through uh, the big controversy from spring training about the drug abuse, taking a team that was really from worst to first, and has yeah, uh, 2-0 up in the first series in the playoffs. So, hats out to Ron Washington, definitely. And, you know, what's so good about that, you know, the team stuck with him. You know, his first year wasn't all that great, but I saw him uh, get better and better, and uh, they, they stuck with it. You know, you know, he had a controversy at the beginning of the season. They, they still mm-hmm. stuck with him. He turned out to be a good choice because he has really turned his team around. And being a long-time Ranger fan, Bartell, it's been a long time – 11 years is a long wait. I mean, you know, they were either hot the first part of the season and fell off at the All-Star break or hot at the All-Star break. They could never get a whole season together. This year, they look like they got it together. Go Rangers, I mean. And you know what, uh, and when we started there, when I was thinking about what we're going to talk about on the show today, I was going to talk a lot about what Cliff Lee did yesterday. But even C.J. Wilson comes out today and pitches a game in his right. life, his oh, first yeah, time yeah. in the playoffs ever, and he pitches a, a, a hell of a game today. But yesterday, you saw a lot of what Cliff Lee did yesterday. Talk a little bit about how big of an addition Cliff Lee was to the Rangers in their very first um, playoff game of this of this particular series. Well, you know, Rangers always suffered from pitching. Well, but I tell you, Cliff Lee was on fire, man. He put on a pitching clinic. Yesterday, you know, and I got to give a hats off to Oliver too. He came in today and really cleaned up, you know. So uh, Felix yesterday, you know, I mean the pitching has been it's been it's unbelievable, especially for the Rangers. You know, that's always been our downfall. But uh, right. yeah, Lee Lee was on fire. He put on a pitching clinic, and I tell you what, uh, if anybody missed that, if you have get a chance to see him pitch. You see why? Well, I, I think he's going to stay with the Rangers next year. I think it. I don't know. You know, uh, I think he's starting to come around right now. I think we might have him here next year. What do you think? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, I would love for it to happen. I think everything is lined up for them to make a at least a good, good, um, a good big offer to Cliff Lee. The fact they got this huge TV deal now. I mean, they're basically making almost 150 million dollars before they even play a game. Now, just from the TV contract with Fox uh, Sports Net, so I think they're positioned to make a real big offer to Cliff, and I think it would really help if they win this series, and if they if they go even deeper into the playoffs. I think that really help Cliff want to stay, because Cliff at this point can write his own ticket, and if he's not here, I guarantee he's gonna be in a Yankee uniform. But we, if we can go in there and beat the Yankees, make it to the World Series, really, really gel, um, and every team really gels during the playoffs anyway especially if they're winning. And if we can get far and deep into the playoffs, even to the World Series, I think he may just turn around right then. And he's not he's from the South anyway, but like you said, it's really yeah. a matter of how familiar his family is with the Dallas area. And he doesn't like the heat here. So we're going to really yeah, see that's what, what happens. One thing about a lot of pitchers, they don't like playing in this Arlington weather. I tell you, it, 
it gets to be a uh, hundred. Humidity is over a hundred. You know, it's kind of hard. It's you know, people in Texas don't even want to go outside. There's no pitching at a baseball game. But I just hope they don't get in one of these big contract deals like they have in the past with these players. You know, they always pay these huge economical salaries. You know what I mean? And it's always in a backfire in their face. You know, they gave Alex all that money. They end up having right. to pay him even after they left. But, right. I, I, you know, they, they got a bunch of players now that are really not uh, well-known. You know, mm-hmm. they will be after this year. They all uh, good salaries, you know what I mean? They are humble guys. You know, you really don't have no big one-man star on the show. The whole team, you know, is a star. So right. I hope they don't get in no contract, big contract, you know, mess or bid war for him, you know, because uh, we could. I think we could do it with them without. I like to have him on the team, right? But uh, and I think he'll stay. But we'll see if they go on to win the championship. You know, what what would be the reason to leave? Yeah. What would be the reason you would be absolutely right. right. You got a young team, a hungry team. You got brand new ownership here. You got a, a city, a great sports market behind. Uh, this is the right time to be a Ranger right now because we know how this market works. When they jump on your bandwagon, they are there. They are there for you. So you got all that working for you. You're going to be the, the ace here regardless. You're going to be a face of oh, the yeah. franchise. So I understand right. why you don't want to go to a team like the Yankees where you got to play second fiddle either way it goes to CC Sabathia, to Derek Jeter, to uh, right. Posada. You got you got all this mystique about these other Rangers, I mean other uh, Yankees out there, but you can really start your own legacy right here with the Rangers. I mean, look at Nolan Ryan. Even he's back here as president of the team. Right. Right. He's always right. going to remember as, uh, as a Ranger. And he didn't play here his whole career, so... Cliff could really have an opportunity to do something like that, but it all depends on what his uh, motives are. Is his motives to make right. the most money he can, to have, build a legacy. So we don't really know what what his motives are right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And you know, we don't know the direction of the Yankees at Steinbeck has passed away. You know, uh, right? That uh, I don't know if that team's gonna stay the same or break up. You know what I mean? We don't right. know the fate of the Yankees for years to come, but we know the Rangers are up, up and coming team. So it's, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll, you know, at yeah. the end of the season, going to determine a lot of stuff. So we'll we'll see. Right. So we'll just to recap real quick. The the uh, Rangers are up two zero in their series, going back to Arlington. Yankees go up two zero today, and they'll be going back to uh, New York. The Phillies dominant uh, with Roy Holiday. They're up one on the series. And the other series is just started. That's still zero zero right now. But we'll keep you updated on that as well too. Now, while we're talking about local teams here, I think we just spent just a few minutes talking about another local team. We talked a lot about the NBA starting uh, last um, this week, actually with preseason games. We we talked a lot about some of that on Tuesday. But the Mavericks uh, get off into a slow start. They actually lose their first preseason game. And this is what yeah. isn't about the new Mavericks team. Mm-hmm. The first game was really about the debut of John Wall, who comes to right. Dallas with Gilbert Arenas, pours in 21 points. And that's all you saw the highlights on SportsCenter was of John Wall. I mean, right. from what you saw, um, from what I saw, I can just say the guy looks he looks ice water to me. He's got a good jumper. He's fast. He's quick, although it is preseason. And I don't think the Mavs are playing uh, full speed anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. what do you think what you saw with the number one pick? Well, I tell you what, he looked very good right now. How, how he going to fit in? 
you know, we do need a lot of players. We have to have a lot of players on the team, like kids. They're getting up there in age. You know, we do have some young guys on the bench. You know, I think we got a pretty good mix of uh, young and old, you know, veterans and rookies. So if they can jail, I think they'll come out pretty good. The Mavericks, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm we'll still see. waiting. To, I'm mm-hmm. still waiting to see what kind of team we put on the floor come opening game, you know, and how we work. But I tell you what, these teams and the, uh, 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 are not dominant anymore. These young teams like Oklahoma and Memphis, you know, and, uh, of course, now Miami, you know, and all these teams are coming up. Uh, Boston has some new additions this year. You know, you got to look at the Clippers. I mean, it's a lot of teams coming up. So, we, you know, we, we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be the year of the young guns, though. Yeah, I really I do. Think I think so, too. Speaking of young guns, they're playing a, a, another young team in the Chicago Bulls right now. And as of now, they're tied 53, 53 to 53 in the uh, third quarter. So we'll keep you guys updated on that game, too. Now, what I wanted to ask you, when you brought up about the, the mix of old and young here at the Mavericks, I've been watching a lot of this NBA TV with this real training camp. I think we talked about that once before. And what I found really interesting, Royce, was everybody they asked. They asked Phil Jackson. They asked George Carl, uh, Kevin Durant, a couple of other coaches, uh, GMs, players, about teams that they were really looking out for. Uh, this season, and all of them all said something. They all mentioned the Dallas Mavericks. Now I don't know. Oh, really? I, I must have. I must have missed something because I didn't think the Mavericks made a lot of a lot of moves in off season. No, nah, I, I don't get rid of. I know they did get rid of Eric Dampier and brought in uh, Tyson Chandler. Tyson I know they got a twelfth uh, draft pick with Dominique Jones, but I don't think they made a lot of moves this off season. I mean, you think that. Why would Phil Jackson, George Carl, and these other guys have to mention that, well, the Mavericks are going to be one of the top teams in the West? I know it's still early. We haven't even started the season yet, but, I mean, are they seeing something that we're not seeing? Uh, no, not really, because if you think about it, you name the top five teams in the West, uh, Dallas Mavericks is in there every year. So, right. you know, they always produce a good team on the floor. You know, of course, now you got dirt, but I think, the way they look at it, they surround the jerk with, with some talent this year, you know. And uh, as far as Tyson Chandler is concerned, now he uh, went out this summer and with the fever, and I think right. he got a lot of experience. I think he's going to be a good addition to the Mavericks. He's a scorer, unlike Dan Perry. You know, Dan Perry was not a scorer, real big scorer. So, uh, you know, and the, and the Mavericks have always had, you know, they, they have some pieces in place. You know, right. and I just don't know if this fits the rest of the puzzle. You know, if this makes the whole thing great. So we'll see. You know, Jerry's yeah. still out for me on the marriage. Of course, and now, Tyson, you know. And Tyson, Tyson Chandler to me is a really, really athletic addition to the Mavericks. I mean, we've been looking for that guy that's going to be a slasher, the guy right. with the basket, the Cut guy it. that um, the guy that Jason Kidd can throw the lob to. Uh, the guy that they can count on to be physical down low and get the rebound. I know Brennan Haywood right. has been an excellent piece of the puzzle uh, for the minutes right. he's provided. But as you know how I feel about Rick Carlisle, he doesn't play the players he needs to play all the time. But hopefully with Tyson Chandler and Brandon Haywood, we can keep a physical center out there on the court at all times. And even when Tyson you know Chandler was in his heyday, he was leading one of the league leaders in blocks. Right. So he's a right. good defensive player yeah, too. Right. That's right. And then I think they wanted to count so much on Dirk for all the offense 
like they mm-hmm. used to. They, they right. finally got some guys that could create some offense. He doesn't have to go out and hit 30, 25 points every night. You know, he got some help. He can go out and hit 15 and 12, and they can still win. So I think right. that's what everybody's looking at. He does have some scores around him where he didn't have in the past, you know. So I look for him. You know, if you think about the Mavericks, Organization have always had good players come through there. A lot of them have spread out through, throughout the NBA, right. but uh, they've always had good players in the system come through the system. So, they, you know, we're the, like I said, we'll see how it comes. I think all the offense doesn't have to go through Dirk this year. So, right. I think that's what most of the coaches are looking at. They they got a lot of offensive firepower. And I just thought it was so interesting. That they all mentioned the math. I thought that was really interesting. But like you said, they have been a, a, a pretty much a top five team in the West uh, for a long time now, a long, long time. Uh, just a quick update on the uh, other baseball playoff game, the Braves and the uh, Giants. It's still 0-0, middle of the third. Um, so we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that. And if you're listening to the show live, uh, if you guys don't know, we do come on every Tuesday and Thursday uh, from 9 to 10.30 Central Standard Time. And if you are listening live, feel free to call in and give your opinion. The number again is 323-927-2906, 323-927-2906. Make sure you catch us on the web at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports or check our site, rfsportsradio.blogspot.com or email us at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. Now, Royce, are we talking about a little bit about the uh, NBA and one thing I kind of touched on and saw a story about this, I believe, in the USA Today today, where um, and and this is happening right now as we speak. But there's so many uh, preseason games that are being played overseas. Uh, matter of fact, the Lakers played Barcelona today and lost right. to Barcelona. Uh, with these teams playing these games overseas, we've always talked about the NBA going into a, a global market. And if you think about it, more and more players are, are foreign-born in the NBA than right. any other league right. I can think of. Right. Um, right. Aside from maybe like um, uh, FIFA overseas or, or with the soccer, right. but or right. hockey for that matter. But do you really see this game coming to the point where, where teams like the Lakers, Mavs, they have to go overseas to play Barcelona, Europe, Spain? Uh, I mean, do you think the NBA can really kind of go global and, and have oh, yeah. teams over there in other cities? Yeah, I think it's just a matter of time. I'd say within the next five to seven years, it's going to be a global sport. Because if you think about it, well, the, with, with the Internet and, and the new technology and everything going on now, you know, NBA has always tried to expand. And I think they will be the first team to go global. You know, even the NFL has dabbled in that a little bit too, you know what I mean, right. internationally. Right. But I think basketball is more of a – Worldwide sport than football, you know, football to them is something else, completely different. But right. basketball is basketball anywhere in the world. So I, I think they will go global. Like you say, we have a lot of foreign players in the NBA right now, a lot mm-hmm. of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and they have caught up with us for talent-wise. We used to dominate, you know, but I, I watched some of the FIBA games, and I tell you, we, there's some international players that can come on on any team right now and start, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, start. right. Yeah, so it, it is a great – I think it will go global in the next couple of years. 
You know, and you brought up a good point because I think that with uh, um, tournaments like the FIBA, the FIBA tournament, with the competition now that's even in the Olympics, I mean, right. I've never seen it this competitive for basketball in the Olympics. I know we had a know. green team, and they walked over everybody. But it's not a cakewalk anymore because a lot of uh, half teams that you play against are NBA talented talent teams. They're led by NBA right. players. Right. Um, and I see more and more of the guys coming over here to play. I even see now players leaving here and going over there to play. Uh, for instance, right. Allen Iverson trying Alan to go over to China and play. Right. So yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, it's always been a knock on it has been the travel or the schedule. Right. Well, like right. you said, with the Internet, uh, cell phones, uh, Google TV, the Child world is smaller and yeah. smaller and smaller, right. you know. Right. And, it's, and, and right. every team, every sports franchise owns a plane, a jet, or whatever. So it's not like these right. guys have to go to an airport, get on a plane, take a long commercial flight. It's, it doesn't work like that anymore. These guys can hop across the pond uh, as, le- as easily as taking uh, taking a car and crossing the bridge. It's not that hard as it used to be. So I can see right. the players going over there and playing. I think it's just a matter of time. But with that said, what do you think will be the first market to open, open up? They already have Canada. You think they'll try to go to Mexico first since it's so close? Or will they try to go ahead and go to Europe where the, the larger their fan base is? I, I think it'll probably <laughs> Excuse me, go go to Europe first. And then, you know, they already have the NBA channel. It'll just be 24 hours of constant basketball, you know what I mean? Otherwise, they wouldn't have the channel, you know what I mean? If you think about it, why have a channel if you're not going to televise basketball 24 hours? You know, and uh, so I do see it. I think it'll go European first. But, you know, you do have a lot of good teams from South America. You know, Ginobili from down there, you know, a few other guys from the, from the islands. So, but I think it'll go to Europe first. But like I said, we, it, it's so uh, competitive now. These guys are so good. Like I said, a lot of them could start in, in you know, in, over here right now. Right. So, uh, and I remember getting up at 3 o'clock watching the Ryder Cup. So why not get up at 2 or 3 watching more of my favorite teams play? Or you can always tape it, you know what I mean? Recorded, but uh, I see it going global in the next couple of years. Yeah, big deal. Especially, especially when you have uh, guys like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh joining forces to make teams. You got Carmelo Anthony trying to call his shot and go to either New York or some right. other team to make another super team. Right. That's going to grow right. their popularity um, across the world. Period. Right. So I think right. if more players start aligning themselves together like that. You're going to see right. players align themselves and go overseas, too. It's going to be powerhouses overseas. Um, right. There's also going to be a preseason game played in Brazil this year. I mean, right. and, and I think he's just testing the waters, trying to see how this thing is going to work out. They're already playing, what, 82 games a season. There's no right. reason not to have a longer season to allow them to travel back and forth uh, overseas, and it could really happen, right. really, really could happen pretty easily. So uh, on you the side of the Mm-hmm. They can just have a world championship where the right. champion from the United States played the champion from Europe, and, you know, it'd be a world championship. So, right, so they can do something like that, you know what I mean? It don't even have to be game for game, but exactly. uh, I think, right, I, I'd like to see uh, how the best of INBA play the best of theirs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Their champion, that'd be, be a good player. Yeah, the NBA League here and the NBA League Europe, 
And it's right. very easy. The Americans play the Europeans. That'd be good. Right. That'd be, that'd be a right. great idea. Wear a championship. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And another note about the uh, NBA, um, and this has came out across the wire as we're doing the show, but the, the uh, Detroit Pistons have been sold. Um, uh, the, the Pistons are actually going to go to Mike uh, Illich, and he's actually the owner of the tr- Detroit Red Wings and right. the Tigers already. Right. And right. uh, this will be the first uh, time our owner has owned all the franchises in one city since Ted Turner did it uh, in Atlanta. Right. So Let's we'll don't forget, we do, have a, we do have a foreign owner that owns the New Jersey Nets. You know, That's he's true. Uh, from Russian, right. So, you know, we get more uh, Russian investors or even uh, European investors or international investors. It, it, it very well could go global, you know, so... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we don't know whose team. It may be some more teams up for sale. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah, yeah you're right about that. Well, we definitely going to have a, We got a lot of stuff to get to on the show. As you guys know, on Thursday we do our world-famous uh, pig show. And, you know, I got to have some redemption on my plate. I didn't do too well. <laughs> I didn't do well at all last pig show. Uh, but I'm definitely coming back for vendors now. Royce, you did okay. Yeah, but you still well, kind of 500 range. That's what happens when you uh, brag one week. You know, you're up one week, you're down one week. That's the nature. Of, that's, that's 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 football. On any given day, anybody can eat anybody. So, uh, you know, it don't matter who you pick. Somebody's going to always disappoint you. Somebody's not going to yeah. always win. And especially with the state of the uh, NFL right now, you know, I, I, I can't put my finger on what team <laughs> that I could possibly see in the Super Bowl right now. You know, right? Because yeah, I just, I just don't see a front runner right now. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get definitely in the picks. We'll be joined by a couple of other people too when we do our picks. Okay. If you guys want to join in and uh, make some picks with us too, a uh, pick yeah. against us. Uh, the call-in number, if you're listening live, is three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. That's three two three nine two seven two nine zero six. Uh, while we're touching on the NBA Royce, we broke a story this past uh, last show on Tuesday. This happened right. right when we went on the air last Tuesday, so we know exactly we got to touch on it now. It, it, we got to touch on it now that it's official, and that's Randy Moss uh, going to Minnesota, uh, getting traded from New England. And now that we got more of the story, New England's going to receive um, another pick, another oh, two picks yeah. actually. But makes them have, makes them with eight picks in the draft next year, so they control yeah, they the draft. It. They got two picks in every uh, every round, so they control the draft. And we also learned that uh, we thought this was going to have to do with Randy Moss getting the extension. He's been begging for it since uh, training camp. Well, he's not getting the extension, but he did reach an agreement with the Vikings to where they won't pr- place a franchise tag on him at the end of the season. If they don't sign to a long-term deal, he can be an unrestricted free agent um, and hit right. the free agency bark at the end of the season. So a win for Randy because he gets a chance to be a free agent and get his money or get a long-term deal with the Vikings, and a win for uh, the New England Patriots where they get all these picks. But that's just the outside of the matter. Now, you know we have to get a little bit deeper into the matter. Uh, we talked about what we thought the reasons why he was getting traded for from the comments he made right, in the press conference, right, right, right. him not catching the ball or pass last last uh, Sunday. Yeah, uh, the, that, uh, last Monday for the game. I'm sorry, 
him not catching Grimmett the pass. Back coach. Right, as I put up 41 points. So let me ask you this, Royce. Now let's just take this in, from different angles, okay? Let's look at the impact that this is going to have on the Patriots first and their offense. And I well, think I think personally it's going to hurt the offense not having Randy Moss on there. I know they got a bunch of young receivers. I know they got Wes Welker and Whitehead coming on. But when you got a guy like Randy Moss out there that stretches the field, that every time he runs a, a go route, he's taking away two defenders uh, in the secondary. I don't think this stuff is going to be available underneath for Wes Welker. I think they're going to do a lot more concentration on him and and be able to play a lot of these other guys man-to-man, and I think it's going to slow the offenses down. I mean, do you feel the same way? Well, apparently Belichick didn't feel that way, and like I said, Randy Moss didn't catch a pass the other night, and they scored 41 points, so I think they think that they can win without it. They didn't need him to win the other night, so I, they're going to miss him, the deep ball threat, I know, for sure, but uh, apparently... Something else was going on that we didn't know anything about because you just don't trade a player like him, you know, in the middle of the season, this far early in the season, and that something was definitely wrong. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we not privileged to. It probably went on in the locker room behind the scenes that we don't know anything about. But I think it's uh, it's going to benefit Minnesota because they're looking for a receiver, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the jury's still out on what kind of, uh, effect it's going to have on New England, but I see. Uh, uh, I, I, I say they keep rolling because of what they proved the other night is they can win either defensively, special teams, or offensively. Yeah. So they do still have some weapons left. You well, know. you know, that, that brings me to a point. You know, Belichick is a believer in the system. I mean, you could tell. Right. Because once a player right. reaches a certain age on the uh, Patriots, they're right, not looking for a long-term deal with you. They get rid of you. Right. So right. he's a firm believer in the system, but even in the system that he has, I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver, a guy you can throw the ball up to and he's going to grab it, a guy that you can have a safety valve and go long, taking away two defenders, two defenders on the field. And I think it would change the offense a whole lot. The guys they have out now, other than Wes Welker, are really unproven guys. I mean, they got Tate. Right. Um, so I don't know. You know, they're really just kind of unproven guys to me. So I don't really know. You know exactly exactly what's going to happen here. And you know, speaking about what's going on behind the scenes, me and you both watched a report from uh, Michael Lombardi about how Randy Moss and the quarterbacks coach had a little argument during during right. halftime in that Monday night game. And he never bought into the system in the first place. He didn't like the fact they were using him for a decoy, the free of West Welker, the free of Whitehead, so they can get the underneath stuff. So he wasn't happy anyway. But I just think it's going to change the offense dramatically because now you can put more people in the box. You can put a uh, a cornerback or a safety to watch West Welker a lot more closer. I mean, don't you think it'll change some not having – Randy Moss on the field, your best play on offense, other than you know Tom Brady. Well, well, you know, look at look at T.O. Like you said, T.O. is a uh, championship caliber receiver too. Uh, well, you know, every team he's been traded three times. He's at San Francisco. They they maintain. He with Philadelphia. They went on. I mean, you know, life goes on without uh, at least one player. Mm-hmm. 
You know right. what I mean? Same thing with T.O. Right. You know, and he's on his, what, fourth team? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, your Cowboys got rid of it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I didn't see that coming. And uh, T.O. was producing on the field. So, I don't know. We'll see. I I, I wouldn't put nothing past Belichick. I'm pretty sure he got some up his sleeve. Plus, the fact that he's looking down the line in the long term. Next year, they can draft all kind of people. I mean, we yeah, got some true. players coming out next year that's going right. to be, you know, that real have a real impact immediately. Oh yeah, you know, for any team, you know. So uh, with the amount, of, with the amount of people they're going to have, they could they could trade right, up and get right, one guy. Right, 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 right. They they so they they going to go into this next year. I mean, they 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 can uh, fill all their spots, you know, where they need help. So they're going to be in pretty good shape next year. Yeah, yeah Belichick is one of those guys. He is looking ahead two, three seasons down the line because uh, right. that's the only way you build a dynasty is to put young players together and uh, let them work. Even when they get big-headed like a guy like Deion Branch, uh, Super Bowl MVP, right. he's gone next season. So you're absolutely right about that. That's the way they play the game. But on the uh, right. other side of the ball, let's look at how it's going to affect the Vikings now. And you made a great point. They need a wide receiver. They've been looking for a wide receiver ever since they knew Sidney Rice was going to miss probably right. the whole season. Or uh, if he does come back, it'll probably late in the season or early in the playoffs. And they tried to do a deal for Vincent Jackson that fell through. I think the Chargers were trying to get way too much for him. Uh, but they do this deal because they have to do it. Let's face it. I mean, this is a one-and-done team. Is this season or no season? Brett, I don't know if he's going to hold up the whole season the way he's yeah, back. That's true. Uh, he's got no one to throw it to other than the tight end Shanko. Person Harvin, I mean, he may not play, but there's too much attention to one receiver on the field. And I think this is going to do wonders for the offense of Minnesota, mainly for guys oh, yeah. like hey. Shanko and, and Adrian Peterson and for Percy Harvin. Well, Adrian Peterson should have a clear road from here on out because – you, you're going to have to move a safety over to cover Randy Moss. You know, that's at any team he plays. So you're going to have a cornerback in the safety, which means everybody's going to be able to pack the line like they're doing now to stop Peterson. And then Brett Park still has an arm. And it, it, his line is kind of weak. I think that's been the problem. But, you know, if he can get the ball out quick and, uh, you know, the Randy Moss, that's the better open up the offense by Adrian Peterson. So, uh, I think Minnesota came out right now this year better than they were because uh, they weren't getting the job done. They had nobody to throw it to. They were struggling on offense. So I think Minnesota's going to benefit immediately from that. I think, I think long term, New England's going to benefit the best. So, right. And you know what, too, uh, and I think that even Brett, I mean, I, it's got to it's got to light him up to have a guy like Randy Moss. Now, if y'all remember, he's been trying to get Randy Moss. See, he's with the Vikings. I mean, with the Packers, he's been trying to get Randy Moss. He wanted them then, and I think now, I mean, I, he's got to he's got to feel good about having the guy he can just throw the deep ball to, and just throw it out there and let Randy Moss go get it. But I think he's going to have a huge impact, like you said, for Adrian Peterson, for the tight end. Uh, but, but you know, with that said, we know what kind of coach Brad Childress is. He doesn't have the right. respect for all the players. And right. we know how that roller coaster ride is over in Minnesota and how much pressure the whole team is under to really produce 
So I'm really trying to see how he's going to fit in with that locker room. And he really didn't leave on bad terms from Minnesota. For no, he didn't. No. He didn't leave well, on know, bad kid, terms. It's do or die for him this year. I think if he mm-hmm. don't produce this year, he's gone along with Brett Paul. But, uh, you know, Randy Moss also had something to prove. You know what I mean? I think he's uh, still feel like he's one of the best receivers in the league, you know, and plus he wants to make his stock go up for next year. So I think he's going to go out and try, excuse me, and try to have a lot to prove. So I think he's going to go in with a, a produce, you know, a, right away, you know. So, right. Right. Uh, well, you know, we'll see. I, I can't wait to see the first game, the first pass. You yeah. know, we'll, we'll get yeah, to see we'll him play against, against, right. against a good defense against the Jets. So, and we don't well, know if the may be back that game too. Right? Is that gonna? Uh, y'all also have to play Minnesota, am I right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Right after we play Tennessee, you're right. Yeah, so he'll be in the you know, office. Right. Yeah, y'all going to double cover it. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit of how this affects uh, the NFC North too, because right now the Minnesota Vikings are sitting in the third position behind Chicago and Green Bay, and ahead of an 0-4 Detroit Lions team. Now, let's keep in mind, Randy Moss knows this NFC North. He played in this NFC North division for a long time, set a lot of records, put up a lot of numbers. Uh, so he's familiar with going to Chicago, Green Bay, and Detroit, and playing and having big games. So what does this do with the power of the NFC North? I mean, it's already a tough division. Do you think the, the Vikings are doing enough with Randy Moss to overcome Green Bay and overcome uh, Chicago, although they haven't played him yet this season? Do you well, feel like they, they, they leave the head of Green Bay and Chicago? Well, I don't think Green – not ahead of Green Bay. I still say Green Bay is the best in the North. You know, I would get that. I say Chicago is second, uh, unless Minnesota uh, turn around and 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 go winless the next couple of weeks. I, I just I don't see it. Mm. So you do you still think right now even Green Bay, Chicago, are better teams than? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially mm. Green Bay. Green Bay is loaded with talent. Yeah, yeah. I think and, uh, this really Chicago. makes a big shift. I think this makes a big shift in the North, man. I mean, because Randy's been playing up in that up in that North division for so long, and and, and for me with these stadiums and can get in there and do what he has to do, I think this changes the whole landscape of the NFC North. Not just the North, but the NFC. Period. I mean, everyone. A lot of people pick the Vikings to get there. Uh, I think this is really going to help their team out tremendously. It gives them a big lift in the. Um, not only uh, on the offensive side of Bob, but for the whole team to know you got Randy Moss over there. And if he comes in, and, and we know how these players are, guys like Randy Moss, guys like T.O., when they get traded, they got that big chip on their shoulder. And a oh, lot yeah. of times you get a lot of their best production out of them when they feel like they got to prove themselves. So I think they will get the best of Randy Moss if he comes in there and, and puts, his hat, puts his helmet on and goes to work. I think he'll be fine. I think this really changes – NFC North and the whole NFC. I think that right, really puts uh, Minnesota in the forefront here. Well, look at the impact he did when he went to New England. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Impact. The only right. place he didn't do an impact to was Oakland, and uh, I don't <laughs> know the reason for that. I didn't think he wanted to be there. 
<laughs> but he did start his career in Minnesota. He set out kind of records in Minnesota, you know what I mean? And uh, I think they're going to, uh, when they introduce him, the first game, I think the Viking fans are going to go nuts, you know. And I appreciate he gets a standing ovation. And like I said, he does have a chip on the show. He's going to have a lot to prove, you know. So uh, I'm interested to see him play new team. And I want to see what New England's going to do, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're going to get a lot more football, too, when we start doing our picks. Before we jump into the football, I want to remind everyone uh, to definitely check out the website. We've got a lot of uh, nice information on there. Uh, a couple of our sponsors. Uh, I've got some running some real specials for all our listeners. Uh, tickets now is running a huge deal for all the NBA, NFL and the upcoming NBA games. So if you want to see the heat in your city, make sure you log on to the website and check out tickets now. Um, and then also uh, sportsmemorabilia.com is running a promotion on our site right now, Royce, where they're doing a signed uh, autographed Troy Aikman jersey uh, up for right. sale. So you guys definitely check that out. And the website is rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. That's rfsportsradio.blogspot.com. And if you're listening live, we're getting ready to do our picks, so do call in, 323-927-2906. You can definitely pick with us, pick against us, and who knows, you might just beat us. But I'm up for blood this time. I need my redemption. I went 14-2 and had a bad record the following week. I need to redeem myself this time, Royce, for real. Well, if, if, if you pick like you did last week, we were, I'm pretty sure a lot of listeners will beat you. So <laughs> I, I like to hear what some of them picks are, you know, because uh, there were a lot of upsets last, last week. You know, I, I know even it. the ones we thought would supposed to win didn't win. So uh, it's interesting to see, especially the coach, man. I mean, I was shocked. You know, right. the Jaguars beat the coach. That was, that was a shocker there. But, you know, you're going to always have one upset in the week and who and when and where, we don't know. But uh, that's yeah. always to be expected. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's nice to beat you this week, you know, uh, after you practiced <laughs> last week. I wouldn't right. have brought that up. But, but you did start the show with your, you know, your picks, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to telling you again this week. Bring it on. So <laughs> at the end of the season, we'll see who has the best record. Yeah, we'll have to have some kind of pride for for who had the best record. That's why we need some more viewers to come along and uh, give us a pick. And 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 next week we'll come up with some kind of surprise, you know, for the winner. So uh, if you guys are listening to the show, we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of listeners that download our show and catch the podcast and listen to it over the weekend. Email us your picks at uh, rfsportsradio at gmail dot com, and we'll we'll allow you to. Pick with us at the same time there, too. So definitely just uh, keep in contact with us. Uh, before we do NFL rules, we got to go through a couple of college games. And I want to quickly give out the rankings for the top 25. And this is a AP poll. And I think we should do this because we had three teams actually fall out of the uh, top 25 this week from the AP poll. Uh, those three teams were USC, Texas, and Penn State. All three of them fell uh, out of the top 25 rankings, and justly so. Uh, but number one, we still got Alabama getting 58 of the uh, votes uh, as number one team. Ohio State is number two. Oregon, number three. They shot up the list this time after beating Stanford. Then you got Boise State sitting at number four. Number five, TCU. 
Number six, Oklahoma. Seven, Nebraska. Eight, Auburn. Nine, Arizona. Ten, Utah. Arkansas, 11. Twelve, LSU. Thirteen, Miami. Fourteen, Florida. Fifteen, Iowa. Sixteen, Stanford, even though they lost to Oregon. And these are one-loss teams, by the way. Uh, Miami, Florida, Iowa, Stanford are one-loss teams. Uh, Michigan State sitting at 17, although they're 5-0. Michigan at 18, although they're 5-0. And then South Carolina, one-loss team. Wisconsin, number 20, a one-loss team. Nevada, 5-0, sitting at 21. Oklahoma State, after their win against uh, Texas A&M, sitting at number 22. Florida State with the one loss in their record. Missouri, number 24, and Air Force uh, making it in the top 25, although they have one loss also, too. Uh, so that's some of the top 25 in the AP poll. The only big difference between the AP poll and the USA Today poll is they've got LSU actually number nine on their list. So I think they're giving them a little leeway being an SEC team. But other than that, that's pretty much uh, right in line with the same. So we'll definitely pick a few games. Uh, USA Today has also got Northwestern in the top 25, too, which they didn't do an AP poll. So shout out to all our Northwestern fans out there. So let's go through a couple of the games because we've got a couple of them actually going right now. And Nebraska is actually beating uh, Kansas State right now. They're in halftime in that game. So we'll definitely keep you guys updated on that one. Uh, since Nebraska is a number 17 uh, team, and they're going against Kansas State. That game's already started, so we won't pick that game. We'll pick some other top 25 games. So you got Ohio State, uh, the number two team, going up against Indiana. Uh, do you give Indiana a chance this game, Royce? I'm picking Ohio State. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I got to go with Ohio State doing that. Uh, the way they've been playing and uh, uh, the crowd they've been having. I, I got to go with Ohio State this time. That'll work. I think I'm going with the same thing, too. And another Big Ten game, we got the number 20 team, Wisconsin, going up against Minnesota. This is at Wisconsin, so I'm going to give them the edge in this game. Are you giving Minnesota a chance to beat the uh, Badgers? Well, I haven't seen Minnesota, but I, I've seen Wisconsin play. i got to go with Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Sound like you need some water over there, Royce. Yeah, I'm okay. I, I, I feel a lot better today. I still had a trickling cough. I think it's because of the, uh, the weather's been so nice here in Texas, but we've been having cool weather. And I, I just thought I just uh, thought maybe you were choking up because we're getting ready to go into the NFL picks. That's what I thought. Oh, no, no, I don't choke on <laughs> I won't be choking in. I, I'm trying to get my cough out now, so I won't be yeah. choking in. Yeah, I'm going to get in last week. Right. Then we got the number 25 Air Force team going up against Colorado State. Um, you got any, I, I'm going to take the number 25 team, the 25 for a reason, to beat Colorado State. Although Colorado State's been playing pretty strong, they had a strong game last Saturday. So but I'm going to take uh, yeah, Air but Force. Yeah, but the week before they wasn't. So, and then uh, they ran over the news reporter with the Buffalo. So, but, but I'm going to go with Colorado too. I'm yeah. going to go with Colorado to win this one, yeah. You're going to go Colorado State to beat Air Force on this one? Yeah, yes, I am. Okay, we'll see. Another SEC game, uh, Alabama's going to try to keep the ball rolling, and they have to go to South Carolina to play the Gamecocks. A Gamecocks are number uh, 19 in this game. Now, I picked Florida to beat Alabama last uh, Thursday, uh, 
and got embarrassed yeah. by that one, so I'm not going to be dumb and pick uh, a, a Alabama loss this time around. So I'm going to take uh, the tie to roll against uh, South Carolina. You like Alabama, you like South Carolina in this one. Of course, you know, you didn't pick them last week, and you know what happened. I got to go with Alabama. Do they lose? I got to stay with them. Yeah. You got a number five TCU team going up against Wyoming. I think TCU wins this game, although they've been a little shaky and starting that kind of slow. I mean, they're, they're primed for an upset against somebody. You think Wyoming's right. going to be the team that upsets TCU? Well, I got to go with TCU. They won me over last year. I'm going to be behind them. Of course, now they have been a little shaky. But they do have a lot of offensive pop-outs. So I, I'm going with TCU to correct the ship this week. Okay. I'll go with TCU with you then. Now we got number 11, Arkansas, going up against Texas A&M. I like A&M. I, got, I know a lot of players on the team, a lot of my alumni from DeSoto. But they're going up against a high-powered Arkansas team, man. So I don't know how to pick this game. I'm going to have to go ahead and, I guess, give it to Arkansas. Because a defense has been letting too many people score too easily. And you got right. Ryan Mallet back there throwing the ball for Arkansas. So I'm going to take Arkansas in this game. Yeah, I got to agree with the TCU. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Texas a and I saw them play of the week. They they blew the game, you know what I mean? They they do have a lot of good players, but... Uh, I see a little something missing on that team. I, I think it's the defense. So I got to go with you on that, too. Yeah. And then you got the number 17, Michigan State, against number 18, Michigan. This is going to be the game for me to watch. On yeah, that, that, that is going to be the big game. That's an old rivalry. Uh, man, I, that's a toss-up. Uh, I, I got to go Michigan, man. I got to go Michigan. I'm sorry. Denard Robinson, as you call him, Baby Vic, I mean, yeah. I got to go with him, man. This game is in Michigan, too, by the way. Yeah, can he keep it up? Yeah, I think he can. But, uh, I, I, well, I got to go with Michigan. But I tell you what, it's going to be a tough, hard-fought game, I guarantee you. That's a, that's a big, bitter rivalry. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one right there. I'm gonna take Michigan. You taking Michigan? You taking Michigan State? I'm gonna take Michigan. Okay, there we go. And then uh, we got just to round everything off. Number three, Oregon and Washington State. I think we both like Oregon that game. Uh, oh yeah, go Ducks. Go Ducks. Then we got number nine, Arizona, up against uh, Oregon State. Now Oregon State is a pretty decent team, and they need a win. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Oregon State in the upset in this one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Then we got number 10, Utah, up against Iowa State. I'm going to take Utah to beat Iowa State in this game. And I think you're going to do the same thing, I know. Well, I might not, but uh, in this case, I will. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got number 24, Missouri, going up against Colorado. I've always been a Colorado fan for some reason. Something about that uniform or something. Going back to when they had, um, I can't think of the guy's name. But I, 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 I like Colorado, but I think I'm going to take them to beat Missouri in this game, in Missouri. Well, you know, I got some roots in Colorado. They, like they said, they've been one of my favorites for years. That I'm, I'm picking Colorado to win. I'm like you and the Cowboy pick. I'm hoping Colorado wins. Isn't that the way you pick the Cowboys? No, no, no. Win. I know they're going to win. Yeah, I know they're right. going to win. Okay. 
Okay. I know All that. Right. We'll see. And then we got, uh, of course, another big game. Um, LSU uh, going to Florida to play the Gators. Number 12, wow. LSU, number 14, Florida. SEC matchup right here. Now, All I'm right. telling you, LSU barely won against Tennessee in LSU. I think Florida's going to mop the floor with them, man. I think Florida's going to win this game and give LSU their first loss. Well, if they playing in Florida, I got to go with Florida. Yeah, with that crowd, the hometown behind them and the crowd behind them, I got to go with Florida. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. You got number eight Auburn going up against Kentucky. I'm gonna give it to Auburn. They got some. They got some great running backs over there. I'm gonna give it to Auburn this game. Yeah, I got to get to him there. I think he learned some lessons from me last week, didn't he? Hey man, I'm just I'm just trying to redeem myself, man. I'm just trying to okay. redeem myself. That's all I'm trying okay. to do. I'm trying to pick. We got a lot of listeners okay. listening to this show, so I'm trying to pick, picking okay. sure nobody losing their house this week. So okay, um, right. and then okay. we got it. We got Toledo up against number four, Boise State. I think Boise State wins this game. I think Boise State can win all the rest of their games. I just don't think they can overcome Oregon if Oregon wins out either. So I'll pick Boise State to win this game. Yeah, I do too. I tell you what, with all that blue, man, I mean, that's distracting. But uh, I got to go with them. So, uh, yeah, I got to go with them. That blue, man, it's just, even, you know, I would hate to play them at home. I mean, can you imagine playing on a blue field? Oh, man. Blue jersey. Yeah, I mean, blue you know, yeah, blue, the whole crowd's blue, blue, I mean, blue everything. That, I think that, uh, that's enough to make you sick, isn't it? Yeah, you know, pretty much. Oh, so, yeah. I think they distract people, yeah. And there's also a team, another college team has adopted a all red uh, turf now. So, so I guess oh, it's something man. that's catching on. Speaking of rivalries, Royce, we talked about Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. How about Florida State against Miami? Number oh, two, three, wow. Florida State going to Miami to play the play the Hurricanes, to play the Canes. Yeah. I like Miami, man. I like their quarterback, Ja'Cory Harris. I, I I like Miami. I think Miami wins this game. Wow, that's a good one. Wow. Who you picking, man? Well, right picking? Uh, I'm gonna go with Miami. I'm gonna go go with you on this. Okay. He may That's be on smart. the street. That's yeah. smart. That's smart. You got yeah. USC, who got bounced out of the top 25 last week, going up against Stanford, who lost uh, against Oregon. Stanford's got a powered off, a high-powered offense. I think Stanford wins this game. Uh, I think they bounce back because they know they got to win out from now here on. I think they bounce back in this one. Yeah, USC they hadn't done much for me this year. I got to go Stanford. Stanford looked pretty good, even though I saw yeah. Lose the week. They do look pretty good. I got to go with Stanford. Then you got the uh, number 21 team, Nevada, going to be in San Jose State. I think I'm going to give Nevada the nod in this one. Where you got, who you got in this game? Uh, Ryan, I think you got me on this one. I'm going to take this one for upset. San Jose State? Yeah, upset. It's my upset okay. pick. Yeah, I heard it here first. You heard it here first on the, on the world famous right. pick show, San Jose State to beat <laughs> to beat Nevada in the game. So we're gonna definitely see about that. That comes on ten thirty on ESPNU. So you guys definitely you know, check that out. The reason why I did that because I'm not familiar with Nevada. I'm being just honest as I can. This is my whim pick. I'm picking this <laughs> on a whim. And, you know, you always have one upset. You know, and this could very well be it. I could be wrong. Right. 
but I'm not too familiar with Nevada. I, I must say. So. Quick update on the uh, on the um, um, MLB playoff game. Giants are up one nothing over the Braves. It's the top of the fifth right now, so we got to keep you updated on that most definitely. And of course, we got to get into our world famous NFL picks. So I definitely got to introduce our other world famous prognosticator on the show. I know Rick. I know you're there, man. Rick, are you there? Yeah. What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Hey, Rick. How you doing, Rick? What's up, Roy? How you feeling, man? I feel a lot better. Miami Heat uh, put it on me the other night. I watched him play, and I felt better as soon as the game went off. Oh, that was that medicine, huh? Yeah, yeah, he brought the heat. Yeah, I did. Man, I just got through watching uh, Dirk playing, man. This boy done hit 30 points in the preseason game. I know, man. Tell us a little bit about what you thought. We talked about the Mavs earlier in the show. Uh, but from what you saw in the preseason game, because one thing I brought up about the Mavs is I've been watching a lot of NBA TV, and they've interviewed uh, Phil Jackson, George Carl, other coaches, GMs, and they all saying how the Mavs are a team to watch this season. From what you saw against what they did against the uh, Bulls, I mean, what did you see? Do you see any kind of improvements, or would do like the same regular season Mavs? I mean, that that game right there. I mean, they pretty much look like the the same team really I didn't it wasn't anything that just really stood out you know other than the fact that Dirk you know is hot this early in the preseason like that you know uh it wasn't nothing special I mean they had their moments where they was real slow the Bulls caught up with them and kept looking like they was going to come back and then you know the Mavs would hop back out you know you know how the Mavs do it wasn't really anything special like that but I know if Dirk is going to stay hot like that uh, people better watch out. Yeah, I well, you know, well, you know, I hope they change their offense a little bit. I really, you know, in the past I wasn't happy with the offense they ran. Everything was was uh, give Dirk the ball and everybody standing around. At least they have a center this year with some hands that can hold on to the ball and block shots. So uh, I hope they right. speed it up a little bit. They got some guys that can run. They got young guys now. So I don't see a lot of standing around. I hope they don't do a lot of standing around. Now, if they go back to the old Mavericks, I can't see them winning. But if they go to a new and improved Mavericks with the talent they have, I can see them doing a lot better this year. And I, I agree with we you, get, you know. Yeah, before we get into the picks, I want to get your opinion on something else real quick. We spent a lot of time talking about, of course, the uh, Randy Moss trade, the story that we broke on the Air Tuesday. It happened right before we went on the Air Tuesday. So one of the things we talked about was the effect it's going to have on not just um, the Patriots, but also on the Vikings as well, too. And just, just if you can, let me know what do you think is the fact that the Patriots are going to have two picks in every round um, in, the, in the draft next year. They're basically going to throw the draft for next year. And the fact that now that uh, the Vikings have Randy Moss and able to be able to tell him to stretch the field and open it up for Adrian Peterson and Shanko and Percy Harvin. I mean, who do you think really wins? I know one's dealing with the now, one's dealing with the future, but do you think it outweighs the, what Vikings are receiving or outweighs the Patriots for having all these picks now? I mean, it's exactly like how you said. It depends on, you know, the way you look at it. Are you wanting it for now or are you wanting it for later? Because the Patriots are definitely going to uh, win 
in the end, you know, with all of those draft picks. You know, that's you got to get the Patriots credit for that. They are, you know, they know how to stock their draft picks and they they draft well and they build within. You know, so that should help the Patriots. But you know, on the field, the Patriots have a system. Their their system is going to be hurt a little bit without Randy Moss stretching the field like that. But you know, they have a system. They're still going to be able to put up points. You know, that's just the Patriots, and that's how it goes. You know, but as far as the Vikings, I think it's really going to help the Vikings out for now. Right now, it's going to help the Vikings, and not only should, you know, the Patriots worry about, you know, their position in, in the AFC, you know, the NFC need to look out for the Vikings. They they, they really do. That could That could be something real scary right there, and I hope it's not – you know, anything scared like that. Now, Does that Cowboy fan sound like scared? <laughs> huh? Are y'all scared of Minnesota now? No, 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 no. I didn't say that we was going to be scared. I said that that's a scary situation. It's like a like a horror flick. I didn't say we're scared. I'll sit down and watch the movie. <laughs> I just teased you, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, you know we, we, <laughs> We talked about that. I mean, this is the return of uh, Randy Moss to the NFC North, uh, uh, a division where he's put up some some huge numbers. He's dominated in that division. Not just, I mean, he's been uh, he's been with the Vikings and been to Green Bay, played in Lambeau, been to Detroit and played, been to Chicago and played and had big games. I mean, what does this do with the power of the NFC North? Even though the Vikings are sitting there one and two in third position behind a three and one Bears team and a three and one Packers team. Do you think this really shifts everything in the Vikings' favor in the NFC North? If the if the Vikings go ahead and come out, you know, this, you know, next game, whoever it is, you know, that they're gonna be playing this week, you know, they if they come out and do what they're supposed to do, it could build momentum and confidence for them. The best thing that the NFC North and the rest of the NFC got going for them is they dealing with, you know, the 35-year-old Randy Moss or 33-year-old, however old he is, versus that 23-dude. That's that's pretty much the best thing. You know, he's still going to be able to do, you know, some of the same things that he did when he was younger. He's not going to be able to do it like that, you know, but he's still going to be able to get some. So you're going to have to watch out for him. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, man. I think this is really going to – I think it puts Vikings in a position, really, to do something. My whole concern now with the Vikings is you're putting these pieces in place, but is Brett Favre going to hold up the whole season? I mean, it's a whole lot easier for him. You know, if he doesn't hold up, you know, then it's going to be easy for Tavares Jackson, whoever it is, come in and play. You know, I mean, Randy Moss is one of those receivers that can really, you know, change the game. He can be stopped, but he's going to make it a lot easier for you, you know, because those safeties are going to have to back up a little bit. That running game is going to um, uh, be helped, I'm telling you. And and when the quarterbacks get ready, like I said last week, they, when they get ready to push the panic button, you know, just throw it to Randy Moss. Right. But what does this do for even the Patriots losing Randy Moss? I mean, I mean, what is it going to do with uh, Wes Welker? I mean, it's not going to be as open as it is for him now. Whitehead, yeah, and it's not. underneath stuff. It's, it's, you know, what What are they going to do to combat that? I mean, what are they going to do it, about it's, that? It's not. The Again, the Patriots have a system. You know, the Patriots are still, you know, should be able to put up their fair share of touchdowns. You know, 25, 26, 27 touchdowns, they still should be able to do that. You know, it was when Randy Moss was there, they had that, you know, 50 season or what, or however many he threw, you know. 
Uh, but it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt the Patriots, but the Patriots will still be able to move on without Randy Moss, and you know they still it's it's wide open in the AFC. You know the Patriots still have a good chance of going out there doing what they do. I hope they don't. Yeah. Cause I don't like the Patriots. <laughs> you know, in the short in the short term run, you know Minnesota. I thought Brett Favre was gonna bring the magic he brought last year, which I hadn't, hadn't happened yet. You know, Randy Moss would would bring some life into this team, but it's a shame that they based their whole uh, uh, season just on this one year, and the franchise of the team just on this one year. When that boy Tavares Jackson could be getting some playing time for the future, and you know he's not getting that. You know what I mean? And who do you have next year when Brett Favre's gone? You know, do you bring a rookie in? You know what I mean? So they did franchise the team for this year. Yeah. But uh, I think Randy Moss is going to really give him a, uh, a good impact. Yeah, it's a, so. a one-and-done thing. It's, it's this season or no season. Because right. uh, I, think, I think if they don't do it this season, we, we're far going to be there, number one. Randy might not even be there because he's got a deal where he can be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, and they agreed not to franchise tag him. And then, of course, I don't think the coach is going to be there. I don't think children will make it next season if they don't win this season. So it could be a whole uh, whole new set of things in Minnesota next season. Favre is the key to that situation, and he's out of there. It really don't matter if the you know if the coach is there or not. You know, and chances are, I mean, Randy's not really a bad dude like people think. He might you know just stay there and have fun, go ahead and, and retire. Mm. We'll see, man. It's going to be it's going to make the NFL even more interesting than our what is. Uh, but Let without me further ado. My I, I see Randy Moss in a Redskin uniform next year. Snyder's going to pick him up. <laughs> and he's, he's going to be in the division next year. And then all and good Randy. things I say about Randy Moss is gone. As <laughs> soon as he puts on that red robe. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a Redskin next year. Yeah, he has the money. Now, think who has the money to pay him that kind of money. The Redskin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna see. Yeah, I ain't we're got a quarterback. Now we're gonna go ahead and get into our world famous, and this is the really the world famous. Our most listened to show is our Thursday show. When we do our picks, so I welcome everyone that's tuning in to set through the first hour, waiting on us to get to this. All you guys on the gambling websites, the sport web websites that are listening right now. Now, I'm telling you, okay, I, I let you guys down last week, but I won't let you down this week, I promise you. I won't let you down this week. I'm coming for a redemption. So I hope both of y'all know that now. So, uh, so, But, of course, since Rick, since you won last week, I got to let you get the first picks, get the picks out of the way first. So we're going to do like we always do. We start with the early games, go to the late games, pick Sunday night, then we're going to, of course, pick Monday, and then we'll do some type of tiebreaker. This is kind of break things up, too. But before we get into it, uh, just so you guys know, Color's not going to play on Sunday. So he's out. Color's out. Okay. Uh, so so they won't have Color on Sunday. So I know that. Without further ado, of course, we're going to find out, too, who's going to pick an 0-14 to win this week. It's got to be at least one 0-14 win. So we'll see how that works. Uh, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Buffalo, Ralph Wilson Stadium to play the Bills, and, and Royce, you like the Bills, you like the offense. You've said that before. You thought they are going to put up some points now. 
you got the Jaguars coming out for a late, late luck win, a good win, however you want to look at it against a good team in the Colts. How you picking this game? We'll start with you, Rick, since you won last week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm actually get this one to the Bills. You know, they they playing they playing at home, and it's about time they go ahead and get them one in. Okay, so you taking the Bills, Royce? So you taking with the Jaguars and the Bills and Buffalo? Wow, well, Jaguars coming off a win last week. I'm gonna still go with the Bills. I think they're a good team. They just they just they just had one on one. I said winning one this week. I gotta go to Bills. How about you, Rodney? This is a hard one to pick for me, honestly, uh, because uh, because I think the Jaguars got a lot of momentum uh, going into um, coming out for the win from last week. I think the Bills are do a win the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks. I thought they did get trashed by the Jets last week. They played the Patriots pretty hard. But man, I gotta go. I think I'm taking the Jaguars in this game. I'm okay. I can see that. It's the fact that the Jaguars went out there and they played over their head and they beat right. the coach. Exactly why I right. think they're gonna go in the in the Ralph Wilson Stadium and let themselves down. Right. They had a good showing last week. Yeah, they had a good showing. I think they build on that. They are two and two, so I think they I think they found something that make them work. They did have a late need- drive to kind of to kind of get themselves down right. the field and kick that field goal, although it was a 59 yard or so. But I think yeah, I they think need they to win one for Jack. Jack needs a win. Yeah, yeah he does. He's <laughs> on the high seat too. Yeah, real definitely right. high seat. Right. Um, so we like. So you guys like the Bills? I like the Jags in that one. We got Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers. Uh, they're going into uh, Cincinnati, Paul Brown Stadium. To play the Bengals, a Bengals team that lost uh, oh. basically to the, to the Cleveland Browns. T.O. had a big game, put up over 200 yards uh, receiving in that game. Uh, how you guys going to pick this one, Rick? I'm going to let you go first since you're the winner. I'm going with the Bengals on this one. I think mm. the Bengals are actually due for a nice win, you know. I mean, and T.O. let loose last week. If it's a time for them to go ahead and get T.O. loose and Chad uh, Johnson loose or Ocho Cinco, I think this is probably that, that game to do it. Royce, are you picking this game? Well, I tell you what, I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati. Everybody expected them to be undefeated right now. I look for them to turn it around this week. Uh, I look for them to jail. T.O. did have a big game last week. I think it's Chad's turn this week. I got to go with Cincinnati. I got to mm. go with Cincinnati. Tampa Bay's going to be a tough game, but I got to go with Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to go with Cincinnati, too. I know Tampa Bay started out 2-0 and in their season, but I got to give it to the Bengals. Any team that swept the, the AFC North last year and has already uh, uh, put up a win against uh, the Ravens, then I, I got to give it to them. I'm going with the Bengals on this one. Okay. Then, of course, we got the Atlanta Falcons coming off a win last week, uh, going up against the Cleveland Rams. So they're coming off a win as well, too, against the Bengals. We just talked about that. And this game is in Cleveland. Um, Rick, who you like in this game? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Atlanta. As, as, as long as that quarterback's not hurt, 
you know, Atlanta's going to be able to go in there and, and, and do some things. And I just don't think Cleveland is really that good. I, don't, I mean, they're, they're not, you know. They got a, a win last week, you know, but I don't really think – I think Cincinnati lost that more so than, than Cleveland won it. So I'm, I'm going I'm to have to uh, uh, pick the Browns to lose on this one. All right. And, Roy, see you like in this game. Now, keep in mind – Cleveland Browns have found a dominant in the rough in this Peyton Hill guy, fullback turned tailback. He's got two games, 100 yards rushing, touchdowns in both games. The game is in Cleveland. It is a home game. You think they shocked the world and yeah, at least shocked them? Well, shocked us to beat the uh, Falcons. But they didn't play this Falcons defense either when he got those yards. I, I, I think Atlanta got it together. I see him winning the next couple of games in a row. I think they finally, you know, it's a better Atlanta team than what we're seeing, and I think they get it together this week. I got to go with Atlanta. Right. You know, Cleveland, they've been Cleveland, when I picked them to win, they didn't win. I can't pick them no more. So I got to go with Atlanta. <laughs> I got to go with Atlanta. That's interesting logic. That's interesting logic right there. I, I, can, I can understand that logic, especially when you're picking games. I'm going to have to go with the Falcons this game, dude. This game, too. Now, I've watched uh, Inside the NFL this past, uh, actually yesterday, and they had uh, Matt Ryan mic'd up, and I saw a whole new side of Matt Ryan. I have never seen He was on the sideline pumping guys up, getting in guys' faces. Uh, He was guaranteeing the guy was going to make the kick. I saw a lot out of Matt Ryan I've never seen. He seemed like a mild-mannered guy. This guy's a beast on the sideline, so I got to go with him. He showed up. I mean, he's a player. He's definitely a player. So I'm about to go to the Falcons on this game, definitely, too. Uh, then, of course, we're moving on down. We got the St. Louis Rams coming off two victories in a row, going against our first 0-4 team uh, that we're going to be picking. And this game is in Detroit against the Lions at Ford Field. Anybody giving the Detroit the 0-4 team that's going to get a win this week? Rick, are you picking the Lions or are you going to stay with the Rams? I think the Rams got a good stretch of games right here, and they're going to probably end up thinking that they're better than what they are. The Rams are going to go in there and beat Detroit. Detroit is not a good football team. They have an outstanding receiver. They do have to uh, get that ball, that boy the ball every time they can. You know, I mean, Javid Best is uh, starting to get uh, pretty good as a running back, but Detroit, they just don't have enough. They don't have enough at all. Sam Bradford is going to light them up. Mm, 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 mm. Royce, you giving the the zero four Detroit Lions a win this week, or are you going with the Rams? You know, Ronnie, some tell me to pick Detroit, but uh, Detroit is one of those teams that you can't really pick because they're, they're more than likely they're not going to win. And the way St. Louis have been playing lately, uh, I think they find them a quarterback of the future. I got to go with the Rams. Yeah. You know what, uh, and I, I didn't pick the Rams this past week. I picked them the week before, and I won big with them. I didn't pick them last week. But I, I've seen some with Sam Bradford. I mean, he's re-energized his whole offense. He's still got Steven Jackson out there. He's still going to be running. Uh, you got uh, Terrence, uh, what they call him Trent Darby, out there running these screens. The defense is not all that good, but they're playing better. So I, I like the offense of the St. Louis Rams. I don't think the Detroit going to lose five games in a row. It's hard for me to say that, but I can't pick against the Rams no more, man. I, I, I like the Rams, so I'm going to go with the Rams too. 
So we all like we to win. Detroit, Detroit went one and fifteen, man. We mean you can't. I know it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're it's right. not hard. It's not hard not to pick them. Yeah, one and fifteen. They had that one year where they lost every game, didn't they? They that's were always fifteen. Right, right. Wow, boy, that, that that right there is terrible, man. Yeah, how, how can you pick a team that, that don't win at all? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them the benefit of the doubt, man, and pick pick Detroit on Thanksgiving. Yeah, right, yeah, right. that's probably the hardest. They will win Thanksgiving. They will win Thanksgiving. That'd be the one game they win is Thanksgiving. <laughs> And Detroit so without uh, Matthew Stafford is, is really not even a team anyway. So I understand. I'm going to pick the Rams with that on, on that one. Now, this game, I think, is really going to be hard for you guys to pick. It may not be. I don't know. But you got the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we know their record. They're 3-0. and They're going up against the Indianapolis Colts, who have already lost two divisional games in the, in the bottom of their division. This game is at home. Colts are coming off a... Of, a late loss on a 59-yard field goal. I mean, we we know the we know the the Chiefs are really really tough at home. But you end by giving them a chance to go on the road and beat the Colts. Ricky, go get a chance. Bro, listen to me. Yeah. This right here is my blowout game of the week. There you <laughs> go. My blowout game of the week. Indianapolis was embarrassed last week. They was embarrassed. They are going to go out there and kick the dog mess out of uh, Kansas City. Kansas City finna get their first loss at the crib. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm a Buckers, You know, they call me Lucas. Uh, they playing where? They playing in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil State. Oh, they playing in Oh, they really finna get smashed, Diesel. <laughs> Bro, so you like this game. Well, I tell you what, if they were playing at Arrowhead Stadium, there'd be nowhere in the world that uh, Coach would maybe get a play call with all the noise. But since they're playing in the Dome in Indianapolis, you got to go with the Coach. You got to. Yeah, I think the Coach back bouncing. I think they've uh, bounced back on this one, especially, like you said, after getting embarrassed against the Jaguars. Losing to a team they know they're way better than. Already losing two teams in their division. I think they exert their will over the Chiefs in this game. I think they definitely do. But don't be surprised if it's a close game. Don't be surprised. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Don't be surprised if it's a close game because I'm telling you, that coach defense is suspect. Really It is very suspect. I agree with you, but Peyton Manning is mad, man. It's that offense the Chiefs is going to have to worry about. These boys going to put up some points. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I'm going to take the Colts in this. I don't think they can even – Kansas City can score with the Colts, even if the defense gives up a ton of points. I don't think they can score with Oh, yeah, in Indy, too. Yeah, they're playing the Indy, too, home game. You got to get advantage yeah. of the home game. Yeah. yeah. Then you got the uh, Green Bay Packers going into FedEx Field to face the – Washington Redskins, Redskins coming off a win. McNabb feeling real good coming off a win for him. Uh, his uh, old team with the Eagles, Green Bay. Um, they, of course, everybody know what, what Green Bay situation is. Everybody thinks they're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Um, now, the Washington Red team, I know, Rick, I know how you picking this game. I know you're going Green Bay all the way. Without question, I'm going with Green Bay. 
I actually, I think Washington went to Philadelphia and got that win. It was it was probably more emotional than it was anything. You know, uh, McNabb went out there and played his heart out. Not saying that he can't do that on a regular basis, but he went and did that in Philadelphia, and it meant something to him. I know it. You know, but you know they could say the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going there. They got to beat the Cowboys. Um, I'm going with the Packers on this game because I think they're better than the Redskins. Yeah. I'm going with the Packers' game, too, because I think the Redskins, I still think the Redskins are not a good team. I know they jumped out 14-0 against the Eagles. Mike Vick got hurt. But even in the second half of the game, the offense wasn't doing anything. They didn't score any more points. So i am got to go with the uh, Green Bay Packers on this one because I still don't think the Redskins are a really good team, period. What you think, right Royce? Who you taking, the Packers All right. or the Redskins? Say what you will about the Redskins, but you got to remember – that they do have Mike Shanahan, which is a proven leader. He, 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 if anybody can make the Redskins into a winning team, Mike Shanahan. Don't forget that. But I got to give the Green Bay. I think Green Bay is a better team. But I don't know what y'all going to do next year with Shanahan and Randy Moss uh, <laughs> in, in the Redskins <laughs> uniform next year. So, no, uh, 84. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> But I think I think that's the biggest difference in uh, uh, Watson is uh, Mike Shanahan. And, uh, you know, wherever he goes, he, he, he makes winners out of it. So if they believe, you know, in, in Mike Shanahan, that, that, that they believe in themselves. But I got to give it to Green Bay. Yeah. Then you got uh, Chicago Bears going to Carolina to play the Panthers. We, all, we just talked about Jay Cutler's not going to. Play this game. Uh, you got Jimmy Clausen taking over the reins in Carolina. They played a real good game against uh, the Saints team, but the Saints offense it hasn't been the Saints offense this season as of yet. Um, but uh, who you like in this game? Reggie, Reggie Bush is gone, man. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Reggie Bush is gone. It's a totally different team now. Uh, do you like the but, Bears even without Jay Cutler to beat the Panthers? No, sir. No, sir. Not at all. Um, I'm going to have to go with the uh, Panthers on this. They're playing at the crib. We're going to hear that cat out there purring, you know, <laughs> yeah. playing it over the loudspeaker. You know, so uh, uh, Steve Smith is probably going to have him a pretty nice game. But I don't think the Bears uh, the Bears offense ain't going to be able to do anything, I don't think. Now, do remember Steve Smith went out last game. So even if he does get a chance to come back in, he may not be as effective as he uh, he is. Plus, he got Jimmy. Is he, is he is he not uh, playing this week? No, they haven't announced him as not playing. They have him as questionable listed right now. You know, even still, you know, I think it'll probably be a, a defensive game if anything. But I don't think the Bears will be able to 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 survive. I don't think so. Well, so you like this game? I say the revenge of the Peppers. Julius Pepper used to play with Carolina.
or Ray Ray Russell, quarterback. quarterback. And I know right. this defense with Erlacher, Peppers, he's playing. I know he's going to have a big game because he's oh, back yeah. in Carolina. He needs to show them that y'all made a mistake let me go. Right. I, think right. they can, I think the defense can score enough points to beat Carolina, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And he still got right. a guy like Devin Hester returning, uh, doing a special team. Kick. He can right. easily get a touchdown. And I think they can score points on defense, special teams, same way they did that Super Bowl year, and beat the Panthers because the Panthers' offense, I don't think it's right. really going to be that effective against the Bears' defense. Yeah. Ooh, y'all, y'all both make some good points, but I'm still going to have to stick with the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, anybody can win on any given day. You know, uh, yeah, I know. Ooh, yeah, I was just saying. Hit me with it then. Yeah. Right. And then we got to go with the uh, Denver Broncos going to M&T Bank Stadium to play the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens coming off a huge win against the Steelers. Late game drive by um, uh, Joe Flacco hitting Hushmanzada for the touchdown. The Broncos, they beat Tennessee last week. Uh, Kyle Orton's leading the league in passing yards right now. They're throwing the ball every which way, every every kind of way. Uh, they had a close game, too, in Denver. Any, uh, Brick, you picking the Broncos? You picking the Ravens in Baltimore? I, I, you know, I think Kyle Orton's been playing real good this year. I mean, and the, the boy's not a bad quarterback. You know, I think he's underrated, actually. You know, now, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's no superstar out there. You know, but... I don't think he's seen Ray Lewis this year. He ain't seen nobody like that, you know. Right. And it's gonna be a whole different ball game. And and Ray Lewis and his boys, they're gonna bring the heat, you know. That was sure enough a pretty old pass to Flacco through the Husmanzada, uh to win that game last week. I think the Ravens are gonna be able to move the ball and they're gonna be able to stop those boys. Yeah, I'm going right. I'm I'm picking the Ravens too, man. I'm picking the Ravens too because I know that defense just like the Bears can score their own points. Um, I like Flacco. I like what I like how they got the offense kind of moving right now. Although the running game just ain't all the way there without Ray Rice, but I, I like what they're doing. And I think Denver, uh, honestly, like you said, hasn't been up against a defense like Baltimore to really kind of slow them down a little bit. And I, I know the Denver running game hasn't been all the way together there. But now, Rick, now you remember you picked Denver to lose last week. You lost that game. Hey, 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 you know, I might have lost that game last week, but I'm not going to lose it this week. Denver's not going to go in there. Oh. Okay, they playing in Baltimore. They playing in Baltimore? In Baltimore. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't be a Bronco fan if I picked against my upset pick of the week. Denver beat the Baltimore Raiders. Ooh, and man. it would definitely be an upset in my mind. That's right. That's right. Wow. That would be my upset. All right. Well, you're going to take you the heard it here. on that one. You heard it here. I'm telling you. Only on the RXO's radio show. I'm telling you. Straight up. Now, this game here is interesting to me, too. You got the Giants uh, going to uh, Houston. Lions State and play the Texans. Giants coming off a big win. Um, and the Texans, of course, coming off a win. Aaron Foster still is leading, is one of the top leading rushers in the league right now. Offense is still good, but their defense is still suspect, still at the bottom of the barrel uh, when it comes to the uh, defending the pass. And the Giants, we saw what they did against the Bears last week, nine sacks on Jay Cutler in the first uh, half of the game. 
Uh, who you picking this game, Rick? You got the Giants going on the road and beating the Texans. Or you think the Texans are going to really show everybody that they are a good team? I, I, I think the I think the Giants, you know, played pretty good last week defensively, but I think they took advantage of that rookie over there. You know, um, I, I think uh, the Texans might be a little bit stronger on offense. You know, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the Texans on this, especially playing at home. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Texas. Shout out to that boy chosen on that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Who you going with? Well, Ronnie, Ronnie, what does the roller coaster do? Go up and down. That's the New mm-hmm. York Giants. I think they go down this week. They were up last week. They're gonna go down this week. Mm. There you go. You like you like the Texans anyway, though. I like the Texans. They, they're my pick to go all the way anyway. Really? So. I mean, you know that to, to win in that division, not not not. We're oh, not okay. talking about okay. Super Bowl. Well, but, but but it would be embarrassing if they played in uh, Arlington Stadium. Being from Houston, that would be kind of embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, they're not gonna make it there now. It, they ain't that good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I will. laughs> okay, let me ask you something. Who has a better chance of making it to, to the Super Bowl? The, the Cowboys. The Cowboys. I'll be able to say that. The yeah. Cowboys do because they have a. To me, they got an easier road. I mean, they they, they, get, they already been to the playoffs before. They have won in the playoffs before. Oh, yeah. uh, they got a lot of talent on their team. They all they got to do is win the NFC East and get in there. Okay. And they they got okay. other teams in the NFC, NFC they've already beaten. They beat the Saints last year on their Super Bowl drive to the championship. They lost in the playoff games to the Vikings. Think about what the Texans are going to have to do. They're going to have to win their division first of all. That means beating the Colts. Okay. Which then they, they got to get in the playoffs and beat the Colts again. Then they got to beat the Ravens, Steelers. I mean, it, they got too much to overcome. Jets. The Jets. Too many teams oh, man. in the AFC for them to for them to get past. Well, you know what, Rodney? They wanted to worry about that because by the time they get to them, all those teams will be to be eliminated. Uh, 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 other people will take care of that. But uh, he got to go through. They got to go through one of them, though. That's right. You got to go through the Saints. Saints Saints never won won a Super Bowl the last year either. Am I right? Well, you're right about that. Yeah, right about that. That's right. They could could get on a a nice little roll. You know, I don't don't think they'll make it there, though. I think it'll be too tough once they get into the playoffs. Yeah, I think well, so too. I, will, I do think they're good enough to make. I do think they're good enough to make it to the playoffs. Probably, you know, uh, getting one of the wild card games. But you know, I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll see okay. And the starting of the late games, we got the New Orleans Saints going to the Cardinals at uh, University of Phoenix Stadium. I like the Saints in this game. I think they get. I think they'll score just enough points to beat the Cardinals. Anybody calling for an upset? Anybody see the Cardinals beating the Saints? No way. No, no sir. No, sir. No, sir. Thanks to do for a loss, man. They do for a loss. They play now a lot of those get some bad teams. Now get that, that, loss, that loss is going to come, you know, probably somewhere in their division, you know, or something like that. But, you know, playing against a team like Arizona, no, sir. It's not happening. Mm. So we all like the Saints on that game. Yes, sir. I'm waiting on the big pick. <laughs> we got I'm the Chargers. On the big going, I know that you got the Chargers going up against the Oakland Raiders. 
I picked the Raiders last week to beat the Texans. I was close. I was really, really close. If they would have converted their fourth down, they might have had a chance to do something. Uh, but the Chargers coming off a huge win, um, and this game is being played in Oakland. Um, Rick, I'm going to let you pick this game first. Oakland's not good, man. Um, I'm I'm sorry. Oakland Oakland is just not not good. Oakland is going to lose, and they're going to lose at home, and they may lose big. Mm-hmm. The only way I see Oakland winning Al Davis changes never a suit. <laughs> that ain't happening. He's still going to have that a hand right. on his glasses. Right, right. Right, the only way they win is change his suit, and I doubt if he do that. So, I'm not gonna pick the Oakland Raiders. Mm. Okay, so you're not gonna take the Raiders in this one. I don't you're know. You're not man. gonna take the Raiders neither. <laughs> well, well, my, yo, I'm gonna tell you something. My, my, my heart wants me to take the Raiders because I need the points. I need to redeem myself and need an upset pick. But I've got my upset pick already. Who I'm picking to win this week. But I, and, I, I and, before, and, and before you and before you say your pick, but if it's anybody that's due a win, wouldn't it be the Chargers? The Chargers are due a win, but they had a big game last week. I mean, but Gretkowski, he's got that offense moving, man. With Oakland, he's got it moving a lot better than Jason Campbell did, and the defense ain't bad. You know, they got some good safeties. Michael Huff, uh, the other guy, they got some really good safeties. Zach Miller on the offense playing tight end. It just say running game. They got McFadden and Fargus, and neither one of them are doing anything. Uh, but so, what I'm saying, though, the charge is not that they haven't won because they have, you know, but it's time for them to start, you know, stockpiling. They need to take advantage of the teams that, you know, they are just simply better than. You don't think right. they had that chance? Right. Yeah, I think I'm going to have pick, a big game. I'm going to have to pick the charge, man. I, as much as I, I – I can't pick an upset in this game. i got to pick the charge. Got to, <laughs> got to pick the Chargers, man. Got to. Now, of course, we gotta we gotta pick this game, and we can spend a lot more time on it once we finish up. Um, all our other, matter of fact, let's pick this game last. Let's pick the Tennessee Dallas game last. Well, let's look at uh, this is my upset pick. I'm gonna say it right now. You got the Sunday night game, Philadelphia Eagles going to San Francisco, Candlestick Park, play the 49ers. Now, uh, they said Vickers day-to-day. No one's announced he's going to play or not. I don't think he's going to play. And if he does, I don't think he'd be effective anyway. So I think Kevin Cobb will play the majority of this game. I'm picking an upset, 49ers, 0-4, get their first win, and beat the Eagles at home in Candlestick Park. Rick, who are you picking? I'm, I'm going with the 49ers, too. You know, I actually think if Vic was back, you know, uh, I don't think they would be as effective. This is the kind of game, I mean, Vic is the kind of player Patrick Willis would want to see. He will want you to get out there and try to run around so he can lay some of that wood on you. He would yeah. want to see that. I think they'll have a better chance, actually, with Kevin Cobb. But I think San Francisco got to get it going at some point. They got to yeah. get it going at some point. And it's time for them to go out there and have a big show, and I think this is the game for them to get them one in. Yes, yeah, definitely. Royce, you picking 49ers too? You going with the Eagles? Well, right now, I've been picking them for the last couple of weeks. They hadn't won yet, but I'm going to go ahead and go with them one more time. Mm. The 49ers, yeah. And I mean, I will say this. If they don't, if, if they don't win this week, I'm going to stop picking them. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the ball bounces their way this week because the luck luck's on their side. I mean, I got I gotta go with the Forty Nine. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. And then of course we got our Monday night game, and this is gonna be an excellent game right here for majority of reasons. But you got the Vikings uh, going to New York to play the Jets. You got Brett Favre going back to the team that he played for in the Jets. You got Randy Moss joining the Vikings, going up against possibly Darrell Revis, the guy he played against all last season was shut down by. I mean, so you got all kinds of dynamics going on in this game. Two teams that everybody thought would be playing for the Super Bowl this year. Uh, Rick, i got to give you the floor first on this one. Are you picking the Vikings on the road, or are you taking the Jets at home? Oh, this one is a real tough one right here. Oh, wee. I, I know Randy Moss is going to be effective, but I'm going to have to go with the Jets on this. Mm. I'm going to have to go with the Jets. I think the Jets are more in sync with what they're doing right now. You know, and the Vikings still got to get it together a little bit. I do think Randy Moss is going to help that situation now. That's going to help big. You know, this is that, that game that I'm really kind of on the fence. I'm kind of on the fence on this one, but I'm going to have to get a nod to the Jets. Now let's uh, let's think about this for a second, real quick, because uh, nothing to think about. Because right I now, now realize what you're saying. You're saying that the Jet, the Minnesota Vikings are going to be one and three after Monday night. Yeah, I, I, it's not the Minnesota Vikings being one and three. You know, I just think the Jets are more in sync with what they're doing right now. You know, it's going. It's, it wouldn't surprise me if if Minnesota went out there and won this game. You know, this wouldn't, I mean, in my mind, it's kind of a toss-up. You know, I just think the Jets are, are doing what they're doing a little bit better with, with this, um, than Minnesota. And then especially having Randy Moss in, you still got to, it's going to be easier for you, but you still got to get in there, get out there and get into some kind of rhythm, you know, somewhere. That rhythm could happen during the game, you know, but it's, yeah. it's still got to happen, you know. But I think the Jets, you know, pull this one out. Royce, who you picking this game? I know. I think I know who you picking. Oh yeah, uh, this game is going to be won on the on the offensive line and defensive defensive line. I think the Jets are better up front than the Minnesota Vikings offensive line. Oh. I think that I'm serious. I think uh, their defensive oh. line is better than Minnesota's offensive line. And I haven't seen them protect Red far very well this year. I think they're just going to kick that butt. True. Yeah, but it's, I don't uh, think it's, it's going to be me, though. Know, the, the scary part for me is, is the Jets' offensive line better than the Vikings' defensive line. Mm. Yeah, I I think so. I do. I, I really do. Rex is going to have them ready. Yeah, I go now, yeah. Hey, how about LaDainian, though? And healthy. Yeah. Randy Moss had even had not even had a week in his offense. Yeah, I'm giving him six touchdowns. You know, and I think that you know if he gets a cornerback on him that stays on that, it busts his ass the way the Jets hit. Randy Moss ain't gonna be doing a whole lot of diving and going across the middle. So I See? think they light you him up play. early. I think they light him up early. I think this is a game where Brett Favre goes out hurt. I'm being mm. honest with you. I got to go through that. Me. 
I would roll with the Jets. You pick it. You're going with the Jets. I would have to roll with the Jets. I you now, while we got you on the phone, I know I, I recognize the voice. This is chosen, I know. Well, I tried to stick in. Hey, man, I'm doing good, everybody. I apologize for my tardiness. <laughs> oh, it's all good, man. It's, it's all, all good. good. You're right. How you doing, bro? You're... Well, but, well, basically, you know, I, I I just have to say, go Rangers real quick. You know, I, I, I'm glad they got their first victory in there. I know you guys covered that already, but yeah, how about them Rangers? All right, man, I'm sorry. But you, you, you know, right I always do it for the Astro. When they were there, because we didn't have anybody else to represent us from Texas but the Astros. So I'm glad to see you rooting for the Rangers, man. Appreciate that. That's right. That's, that's real good. Now, we're now you right in time, though, for make our biggest pick, and we can definitely get into a lot about this game. Uh, we got about 15 minutes left into the show, so we're definitely going to uh, get into this one. But we got the Tennessee Titans coming to Cowboys Stadium, the Space Shuttle in Arlington, uh, to play the Cowboys. And y'all know who I'm picking already. Rick, I know who you picking. you picking the Cowboys, too. Uh, but right I'm interested on. to see, Royce, who you picking. And chosen who you picking now? Now chosen who you like in this game? You like the Titans or you like the Cowboys? I, you got to roll with the Cowboys. Mm. I, I, you know that they, they cannot lose this game. It's a must-win situation. Uh, you're talking about a, you're talking about a team that is is def, def, definitely trying to uh, you know silence the mouths of all the critics due to the tremendous. Tremendously horrible start we had. I said the Cowboys all day long. We at home. Tennessee's not ready. Royce, who you picking this game? Royce, talk to well, me. Well, I thought long and hard all week <laughs> about who I was going to go with. And uh, as much as my mind said Dallas is going to win this game, which I probably think they will, uh, I don't know what team's going to show up. I'm being honest with you. Is it the team that won right for bye week? Is the team that started the season out? Uh, i give you my ticket first quarter. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'm going to say my pick for game time because I don't know which Tennessee team's going to show up. I don't know which Cowboy team's going to show up. So that's really, to me, is a toss-up. The Dallas Cowboys are supposed to win. Will they win? I don't know. Tennessee Titans yeah, surprised me. They have surprised me this year. With Tennessee Titans going to that the Cowboys is going to pull this one out. You know, they, you know, from what we've been hearing, you know, they they looking good as far as their injury situation is concerned. You know, it's still, you know, some thoughts out there about their injury situation. But from what you hear, you know, they practice real good this week. You know, uh, they had that good good win before the bye, you know, and, um, hey, Cowboys is ready, man. Say, so, I can't well, wait to the team, bro. They had a good practice uh, before the season started. Tell you what happened. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for three. I'm waiting for 316, man. They can't get here quick enough. Now, I'm gonna tell you like this, Russ. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why the Cowboys are gonna win. I'm gonna tell you why the Cowboys are gonna win. 
Because when they line yeah. up on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball, if you look at both teams, they've got more playmakers on the Cowboys, to me, than they do on the Titans. The Titans don't have Alvin Hainsworth anymore. They don't have Kyle Vandenbosch anymore. They got Chris Johnson, Vince Young, Kenny Britt. That's what they got on the offensive side of the ball. And we've got enough playmakers on defense where we can, we can, I think we can really control the offense. Now, if we can keep Chris Johnson to a minimum, of a, I, I'll give him 100 yards, okay, but he can't go for 200. He can't go for 150 for us to win the game. And I think our corners will play better. I think our safeties will play better. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game, so I expect them to win, number one. And I hope that the plays that Jason Garrett will call will be plays that a lot of playmakers will get the ball and, and make some damn plays. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they don't try to get too cute. I hope they line up and run the damn ball, throw the ball to Jason Witten, throw the ball to Miles Austin, and find out how Felix and Des Bryant can touch the ball. And I think if they do that, they'll win easily. What is that? Hey, so, let me say this, and I'm through. You know, they already said the Tennessee Titans are the most physical, dirty team to play. Can Dallas play dirty with them? And did you expect uh, Tennessee to be where they are now? And did you expect Dallas to be where they are now? I don't think Dallas have to, to have to play, you know, dirty with them. You know, it's kind of like kind of like what Rodney was saying. You know, they they got more playmakers on on both sides of the ball. Now, I will say Chris Johnson is probably the biggest playmaker out of everybody that's going to be on the field, you know. Right. But to be honest with you, the thing that's, that that bothers me the most about this is Vince Young. You know, I hope they're going to be able to get off in there and get to Vince Young, you know, because if they sit back and cut off the passing lanes and, you know, put everybody, you know, towards Chris Johnson and try to stop him and Vince Young get to running that ball, it's going to be some issues out there. Hmm. Hmm. That is well, a I, I think they let if Chris Johnson gets loose, you know, uh, that that's going to be the whole issue. I, I think they do have to kind of keen to stopping Chris Johnson and keeping Vince Young in the pocket because he's more right. dangerous rolling out on his feet trying to pass than he is contained in that pocket. And I think right. we'll have no problem doing that with a guy like DeMarcus Ware, Anthony Spencer, those guys coming Dang. in from the edge. I mean, DeMarcus Ware's having a Pro Bowl year, bros. Pro Bowl Man. Pro Bowl why, why, why y'all, Why is y'all record so bad then? Explain that. Why is Dallas have only won one game? Because because Demarcus Ware is having a Pro Bowl year and everybody else wasn't. You know, I mean, it's 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 time for everybody else to get out there and do what they supposed to do. This team is a good team. Everybody know that. Russ, you know they're a good team. They're a good team. But but are they playing like a good team? No, well, no, they didn't start well, out like that. But we're going we gonna to see at 315 what they're going to do, and I hope they're going to come out there with that momentum. Like I say, you know, they, you know, I'm not worried about Chris Johnson. If Chris Johnson gets 100 yards, that wouldn't surprise me. If he didn't get 100 yards, that wouldn't surprise me either. You know, that, you know, Cowboys are capable of stopping him from doing that, and he can go out there and explode, you know, for 115 yards. That's just him. You know, they need to make sure that they stop and Vince Young. I'm not really worried about them about him passing the ball, man. We well, don't well, get a well, pick. But this is what I see. This, this is what I see, fellas. I do not see them getting to Tony Romo. I do not see Tony Romo really feeling any pressure this game. I think that, you know, the type of team that, that Tennessee is, 
that Dallas is definitely the better matchup pound for pound, broad for broad, player for player. And at the end of the day, the only thing that I'm not sure about is which Dallas Cowboy is going to have the most touchdowns. Hmm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you wow. heard me. <laughs> so, well, so, I'm sure so it's going to be the first quarter. No, no, no. Since we 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 made our case, we made our case for a win. I mean, now, come on now. Dallas. You say you say you say you feel like they're gonna win this game, and you you told yeah. me, you I mean you talked about this. You told me if they beat the Texans, they beat a good team. You told me that. You told me that Texans are top of their yeah, division, same division that the Tennessee Titans play in. So they so, so I mean they gotta be. Are they a better team than the Titans? We beat the Texans. We can't beat the Titans. Well, let me tell you something, Ron. Two things. I never expected Tennessee to be where they are now. I never expected Dallas to be where they are now. But, of course, now Dallas is the better team on paper, and they do have a lot of talent on that team. Uh, I'm going to pick Dallas by very Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Stop I'm not picking from the heart. I'm picking from the head. Stop the presses, man. You so you trying to tell me we can, we, can watch the, we can watch the game on Sunday? You going to be rooting for the Cowboys? Now, if they lose, I would never pick the Cowboys again in my life. I'm telling y'all that today, if they lose Sunday, I would never, ever pick the Dallas Cowboys to win another game. Mm. Well, I'm not picking the Cowboys because I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'm not. That's not why I'm picking them. I'm picking them because I know that in this game, they're going to win this, you know, and, and it's just, I mean, you, you you don't expect Tennessee to come out and put up 21 or 28 points. You don't expect that. And, but with the Cowboys, if you don't put a check on Tony Romo and he gets happy at home, <laughs> maybe the vacation did him great. Maybe the vacation did him great. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so we are picking the Cowboys and then when it, and if you guys want to check out any of our picks, you can always go back and listen to the show. Again, you can download the podcast at blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports or go to our site, rfsportsradio.blogspot.com, and I'll post all the pics uh, right there, too, so it'll be all legit on on paper. Y'all can check out the pics. And these pics are free, by the way. You don't have to worry about paying nobody to give you no no pics. You can always get your pics free from us. So that's something that we always do every Thursday. We got about six minutes left in the show. I put a question out on Facebook today, y'all, and I'm going to get y'all's opinion. I got a wide variety of opinions when I put this question out. But I thought about this because of Randy Moss going back to Minnesota. As y'all know, Randy Moss has been a Viking twice now, uh, Oakland Raider, uh, New England Patriot. He's had great seasons at both the Patriots and also the Vikings. And I thought about another guy, T.O., T.O.'s been with the 49ers, putting up good numbers. He's been to the Eagles, been to the Super Bowl with them. He's been to the uh, Buffalo Bills, and, of course, he's been the Cowboys at the same time. My question to you guys is, both of these guys are first ballot Hall of Famers, okay? But when they go into the Hall of Fame, what jersey is T.O. going to have and what jersey is Randy Moss going to have? Oh, I mean, you know, I I think that um, Randy Moss is, would would go in as a, a Minnesota Viking. As a right really, now, of course he of course he could play somewhere else next year, or whatever. Even if he went somewhere else right now, 
As of right now, man, I think he would. Even if he went somewhere, I, I think he would. I just think I, I think Randy Moss is just that type of dude. I think he's misunderstood, you know. And I mean, he's really he's really a, a good dude, you know. Now T.O. and to to be honest with you, I think T.O. would probably go in as a forty nine. You know, really? I mean, that's where he. Yeah, I, I I think so. You know, that's where he got to start at. You know, and that's you know he. That's where his foundation was. He got a chance to play with with Jerry Rice. He got a chance to play with Steve Young. You know, I I think you know that's what he would end up doing. You know, he, as much as he may hate it, right? He hated. I don't think he spent as much time. You know, and and you know, in other teams. You know, right. I, I think he'll end up going in at the forty nine. Well, you know, and I didn't mention the fact that T.O. is a Bengal now too. Um, so he could he could if they win the Super Bowl. I think whatever team he wins Super Bowl with, he'll go in as automatically. If he wins as a bangle, he'll be going as a bangle. But, you know, he's put up a lot of numbers in, in, in San Francisco. You're correct. But it's something to me about the mystique of being a Dallas Cowboy and call me biased or whatever it is. But I think if he had to end the season right now, say he got hurt never played another game, knock on wood, I think he might even want to go in as a Cowboy, my honest opinion. Are you kidding are you I'm serious, man. I'm serious. It's something about going in there. Oh, the Cowboys. Oh, no, 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 now, right. he, the way Jerry Jones shafted him, him, look how he, look how Jerry Jones shafted Emmitt Smith, look how Jerry Jones shafted Tony Dorsett, all them guys went no, in the Cowboys. He, he never should have been a he never should have been a Buffalo Bill, and he never right. should have been a a, a, a Bengal. He should still bang, be right, right here. We we should yeah, we I should agree. not have Roy Williams, but right. no, no. It, if right, you know right. Tony Dorsett didn't have right. the 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 uh, the get back at you. That hard attitude that I think that T.O. has. You know, this guy got his own reality TV series. Wow. Or had right. it. Right. Yeah. So what jersey is going to work? What, what jersey, if you don't wear a Cowboys jersey, what jersey is going to work? I think he goes in as an independent. I think he goes in as an independent. Nah. It would be respect to the game, actually, in my mind, if he went in as a 49er. You know, he put up his – he had his best seasons there, you know, as far as, you know, really being a part of the team. Yeah, you know, they don't like it. But he went to the Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl as an like Eagle. It. Don't forget that. He went to the Super Bowl as an Eagle. He didn't go to the Super Bowl with any but other he, team. But he, didn't, but he didn't win, and he was sour because uh, Donovan McNabb was out there throwing up before the game. That he, That's a bad memory for him. That's a bad memory for him. I bet you he would uh, appreciate those games with Steve Young more so than that. Mm. I, think, I, I think Randy Moss go in as a Viking guy. I think he'll probably they give him an extension because uh, uh, next year they're they going to need some, uh, a quarterback, and whoever they get, they, he's got to have somebody to throw it to. So I see him going as a Viking. Now, as far as T.O., if Cincinnati – uh, go to the playoff. I say go in as a Bengal. Ocho Cinco is going to talk him into it. Uh, uh, he's going to uh, push for it. You know what I mean. So they buddies. Yeah. He's going to look out for his buddy. But uh, uh, let me tell you something about the Cowboys. 
Tony Dorsett left, Cameron here, and I could go on a list. Dwayne Thomas, I could go down a list of all the Cowboys that didn't, that are uh, not in there, that probably won't go in, or never will go in as a Cowboy, they probably should have. Now, if he had to put Emmett as a Cowboy, I think he would have been an uproar in Dallas because Emmett's whole career was in Dallas. He should have never went to Arizona, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, and real quick, and real quick before we get out, we got about 60 seconds left. Chosen, who you think, what jersey T.O. going to wear when he go in? Um, you know, contrary to popular belief, I still think he goes in really as a 49er. I mean, you, you, you're talking about the football Hall of Fame. You know, the 49ers have a better, better legacy than the Bengals. That's interesting. So y'all email us in with y'all answer to that question. Of course, check out my Facebook page. I got the question there, too. And we'll talk about that more next week. Uh, don't forget to catch us, uh, download the, the podcast, blogtalkradio.com slash rfsports. Email us, rfsportsradio at gmail.com, or catch us on Twitter at rfsportsradio. Thank y'all for tuning in to the pick show. We'll see y'all Go next Rangers. week. So we're going to say go Rangers and go Cowboys since we all picked them this week. See y'all next week. All right, now. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.